Hello and welcome to Listening Party Revelations podcast with Suze and Trudy. We'd like to welcome our guest today, Joanne, who has been a regular at the Listening Parties throughout 2020 and 2021. We'd love to hear more about your memories and experiences, Joanne. Okay, yeah, looking forward to sharing that. Hi. Hello. Hello, Joanne. Nice to see you. Nice to see you both too. Well, I'd like to start by asking, how did you discover the listening parties and what was your first listening party? If you can remember that far back. Gosh, um, it would have been March last year. And I think as lockdown approached, I thought I'm going to need to find something to do in the evenings because with two teenagers, um, I don't often get access to the living room in the evenings because they're on the <laughs> PlayStation and doing their own thing. So, so I thought, right. Not really been on Twitter a lot because I found it quite scary, but I thought, well, let's start following people that I like, you know, positive people. So obviously I started following Tim and then I saw that he was going to start listening parties and the first album was going to be some friendly. I thought, right, that sounds easy. It's a level of technology that I can cope with. (laughs) Um, So that was the first party that I did and, you know, loved it so much that I just started joining in. Great. Yeah. Excellent. So did you just listen in and read it on the, you know, read the tweets on the first one and sort of work yeah. out how, how it worked? Yeah. I th- it's quite straightforward. Yeah. So, and I always think yeah. like, I can manage it. Anyone can. <laughs> not very good yeah. It sounds, it say, seems more complicated than it actually is. I think that's how I found it anyway. It took me a few weeks to sort of decide if to actually type anything. Or <laughs> yeah, that's anything, the thing. You know. It's getting brave on Twitter, isn't it? Because yeah, my previous yeah. experience has been quite negative. You know, you get a lot of sort of aggro on there, don't you? And people yeah. wanting to put you down. But what I liked was the sort of positive space that it is, and it's a happy place to go, yeah. like-minded yeah. people. And I, I just mm. love the insights that Tim gave behind the album and finding people who shared my love of music. And, and what it did, it, it transported me back to being a teenager because I've always loved music. And as a teenager, I'd just be in my bedroom listening to music. And yeah, same. Back in the sort of... <laughs> you know, early 80s, all you could do was listen to music. There were no other distractions. <laughs> uh, and it just recreated that thrill of getting a new album and listening to it from start to finish. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because I, I think a lot of people just listen to, well, put it on shuffle or one the, the one track that they like. I think that's how it's become, isn't it? I'm a bit old school, you know, <laughs> albums, because like I've always said, they, they tell a story and you, you have to listen from start to finish to go on that journey. That's definitely something that I, I forgot about from years of listening to just a track that I liked. And then you suddenly remember, oh, that they've actually put it in a certain order for a certain reason. And they're presenting the whole package, not just one song. A new, well, an old new way of listening. Have you got a, a memorable or a, favorite party for whatever reason yeah I was thinking this there's been a few what what I love about the listening parties is discovering new music yeah because I think I sort of stopped doing that you know the kids came along in you know 2004 2005 and I've realized from these parties that I just put it on hold I was listening to music that I knew already so it's been brilliant to discover new albums that I wouldn't normally come across for this one I think I'd have to go back to my teenage years and I think my favorite was when um, you know Tears for Fears doing the hurting wow yeah Adam and the Ants Kings of the Wild Frontier, because that, you know, I'm a massive Ant fan. 
So for me, that was just fabulous to have um, Chris, you know, doing that party. Yeah. So many other fans came forward as well from those days. And it, it, it was just brilliant. And that just, you know, transported me back to 11, 12 years old. And uh, the excitement when, you know, those albums came to my attention and you're like, wow. And <laughs> how that sort of shaped your your musical journey from there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get the, all the same memories flooding back then, don't you, when you re-listen to it after so long. I yeah. found that a few times with with stuff that I've not heard since I was a teenager and had completely forgotten about. And then it's suddenly in a, in a listening party. And yeah, sometimes good memories, sometimes not so good memories come flooding back. It's what music is, I suppose. Yeah, it's true. It is good and bad because yeah. the hurting, um, you know, it just reminds me of when my parents got divorced when I was a teenager. Uh. And that was quite important to me back then that album just resonated with me so yeah it came back to that but it just goes to show how music just is there for every stage of your life yes and you can relate to it and it can support you and help you through difficult times totally well we've noticed quite a lot of times through the parties the surprising things have been said by the hosts so i'd just like to ask whether you have a favorite revelation from any of the listening parties that you remember yeah, it's going back to Adam and the Ants again. It's when Lowell Tolhurst was doing One for the Cure. Okay. I said to him, or I tweeted, I said, uh, the, the drumming just sounds like Adam and the Ants, you know, it's just got that vibe to it, that feel. And then he replied uh, and he said, oh, funny, you should say that. He said, I was almost in Adam and the Ants. And wow. I thought, oh, <laughs> I thought I'm proud of myself that I picked that up. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't one. have mentioned it if you hadn't known else too. Yeah, exactly. I just sort of picked up on that and uh, gave myself a pat on the back. <laughs> Brilliant. Are you, are you taking a note of like anything like that has happened? Have you got a, a diary or a like, no? A I no, I'm not like uh, some of you who've got a you know, especially you, Trudy, with uh, no. you know, a list of every party you've list attended. Of everything. Of yeah. it, you know, with a, I probably thought of doing that far too late as I, I must be on over 400 hours. So to start now would be uh, too much challenge. You'd have to do all the replays, wouldn't you? Go through it all and then remember stuff. And so, um, in the parties, that they've included quite a lot of different genres. I just wondered if there was before the parties you had a favourite sort of genre you used to listen to or has it changed since you've heard another type of genre that you you wouldn't listen to and or do you just like everything? Yeah, I I do pretty much like everything. Country and Western, I think I might draw the line at and um, really (laughs) heavy metal. And I suppose previously I was just listening to commercial radio or albums that I knew already. You know, your your sort of well-known groups like Depeche Mode, the Blue Tones I like. But mm-hmm. I've always been a fan of 80s pop. I think you can't go wrong with that. Okay. But, of course, I love indie as well, you know, charlatans and, and all that stuff. So uh, they're my two favourites. So when a party comes along and it's someone you've never heard of, are you tempted to have a sneaky peek or do you wait sort of for the evening and, and have the big reveal? It depends. Depends how much time pressure there is on my evening, um, yeah. you know, with the kids and their Fair activities. Enough. So I might occasionally just have a quick whiz through sort of six or seven songs on the album to think, is this the kind of style of thing that I'd like? Yeah. Uh, and But but most of the time I don't, actually. I just yeah. go in, in cold. Yeah. It, it, I just love it when you get that wow moment <laughs> and you just think, this album is amazing. 
And without the parties, it never would have crossed my path. Exactly. All. Yeah, exactly. I, I love doing that too. You just press play and you have no idea what you're going to hear. And it, it could be absolutely amazing or it could just be not to your taste. You never know. Yeah. It's like the old thing. You can't judge a book by its cover. Well, you can't judge an album by its cover exactly. a lot of the time. Yeah. Mm, yeah I have exactly. to admit, I have done that a few times though. And it has turned out to be what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that does happen. Yeah. More often than not, I think it does happen actually that way that they, they get the album cover right yes you know it does reflect yeah. the music style but i've rarely been disappointed i think the selections have been great in the listening parties yeah and i think um i think this year it's just gone next level with the new albums yeah it really has we've had some fantastic albums um in this first mm-hmm. quarter of the year so when you listen along do you have it on uh, out loud or on headphones or always does headphones. it depend on or always head- always, always headphones. upstairs in the bedroom out the way no one can disturb me I've yeah. got my earphones on and i just think you get more depth that way than um you know because otherwise i'd just be listening through my phone so the, ph- the quality is not that good but with it right. you just hear all yeah. the different layers in the song and, and plus shut the world away and just immerse yourself in the music mm, yeah yeah, that's right. Do you have a favourite location or a special room that you listen to? Or is it just depends what you're doing at the time? It's, it's just always in my bedroom because then I'm just yeah. transported back to being a teenager <laughs> yeah. again. I think I'm just going to recreate <laughs> that feel again yeah. um, of the special moment when you, you hear an album for the first time. To just, you know, mm-hmm. just solely listen to the album. So I shut myself away. Yeah. But now we have the added bonus that we can talk about it with whoever around the world at the same time we're discovering it yeah and that makes it that takes it next level as well hearing everybody else's reactions and seeing everybody's just loving it and I love looking down the list especially when it's a big name person you know like your Paul McCartney's and you can see where everybody's listening around the world and it's really special do you uh, stream it usually or do you have vinyl or cds I do stream it, yeah, because yeah. you seem to be in a lot of... It makes me... Some of the, the albums we have, it makes me feel like I've never listened to music because there's so much new stuff. I'm constantly saying, this is new to me, never heard of them. Um, I do have vinyl, but you're just not doing the ones I've, I have a lot of the time. <laughs> We need a bit of sort of Terence Trent Derby and things like that. You'll have to put some requests in. <laughs> that leads me on to asking whether you have actually purchased any albums after hearing at a listening parties and or have you bought any in advance knowing they're coming up? Yeah, well, um, I think I'm a single parent, so I've got to be careful with my spending. So I haven't, I haven't purchased many, but I... I have purchased one, which is the first vinyl that I have bought since 1988 when I switched to CDs. And um, it's Sunstack Jones. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And I'm still waiting for it to arrive, though. Yes. But um, I just thought I need like something to remember this period by. And um, that album just blew me away. And I just have had it on constantly. It's great. It's become. Yeah, I think I think it went went down very well, that one. And I think quite a lot of us ended up buying it. It's become a go to album. You know, when you don't know what to listen to them you know that just always ticks the box i was listening to it earlier actually as well Great. so um yeah i have purchased that one okay um well we, we're not called listening party revelations for nothing so i shall discuss one of the revelations that popped up courtesy of katie tunstall who we shared a listening party with for her album drastic fantastic and on the cover she's standing with a stunning mirrored guitar which turns out was made of plywood and it's a fake wow <laughs> I guess if you study it, you may see that, but otherwise you just think she's got this amazing guitar. But she said no. I'll have to have a look at that album cover. (laughs) That's a good one. Also, we'd like to ask you for your favourite track, if you could possibly pick one favourite to add to our Spotify playlist, which we're compiling through our guests. 
Ooh, that's a difficult one. Do I go for something new that's sort of blown me away or I think I'll have to stick with a favourite oldie that sort of sums up what it all means to me. And so I'm going to go for Adam and the Ant, Kings of the Wild Frontier. Fantastic. We'll have that. When that came out, that just blew me away totally. When I saw Adam Ant on top of the pops and um, that just sort of sums up what the listening parties all mean to me, you know, and like he says in the lyrics, you know, we are family. So, and we've just made such a really great group of friends on uh, these parties, haven't we? Yes. Absolutely, yeah. Looking forward to the day we all meet up in yeah, real life. Yeah, that'd be great. We're doing all right with the Zoom calls, though. <laughs> so I have another fun question. All the typing that you do in parties, what's your favourite emoji? Oh, gosh, a smiley face. I thought a big smiley face all the time. <laughs> That's how I'm, yeah. I'm usually sitting there with a big grin on my face. Good, good enough. Good choice. That's, is that in the, for the parties or just a ge- in general use? General. I think it, <laughs> you've everything. just got to make the best of everything, haven't you? And it's, it's been a difficult year. It really has. But like yeah. I've said to my kids and my friends, you can't keep dwelling on what you can't do and no. the negative. You've got to think yeah. about what you can do and making the best of the situation that we're all in. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So thanks very much for joining us, Joanne. That was a really nice little chat there and we've learned lots of interesting stuff. Thank you. That it's been great to chat to you both wonderful we hope you enjoyed listening please follow our twitter account at lprpod thanks very much thanks for listening Thanks.